You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Oh my god, it was so good. It was so Texas, so roadhouse. Hey, you know, I'm about to have like cold sandwich rolls from the grocery store, so let's take it easy on the discussion of steak. Hey, those uh those cinnamon rolls will be in the mail to you shortly. Three oh. to five business days, they said. Oh, no. <laughs> Those things rot in two days. I know. Oh, no. I put extra preservatives in them for you. Nice. Yeah. I uh, I mean, since the last time we recorded, you've had an Instagram account dedicated to your eating habits. True. It's very That's true. so funny. Yeah. Becker versus food on Instagram. That's. I just got tagged in a new post while we were recording. I haven't looked at it yet. Nice. Yeah, hey, man. And I'm squirt. And I'm guest. Burrito, you. You've yeah, been telling dude, me you've crazy. been eating a lot I'll of burrito. slam both of these. Red Bull and Liquid Death. I will say, you drink more liquid than maybe anybody I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just an episode with Sharpie? Yeah, because it's Monday. Sunday's Monday on Becker versus Food. Tuesday, nice. Tuesday is Talent Tuesday. The kid's really nice. I don't know his name or who he is exactly, but he's preparing to send me in a, a lot of food. Nice. I love that. I also went and tagged all of our handles on the Broadcast Geeks uh, Instagram page. Hopefully, we get a little spill off on that. Fuck nice. yeah, dude. Yeah, I definitely. We need some am. of that. We need some of that trickle down economics on this motherfucker. I, I it cracked me up because like my little sister and a couple other people thought it was me <laughs> like, like, no i'm not celebrating myself like a psychopath i mean you very well could but you're not so yeah if i did it it probably wouldn't be over guess how many pop darts i had right it'd be like look at this ninja turtle toy it'd be just as dumb but less self-destructive mm-hmm. oh well, fuck what Hold on, I gotta show you guys an action figure I bought yesterday. I shouldn't have bought. I didn't have the money. Hold on. <laughs> oh no, dude! You and I are in that turtle group. Matt, Jake, and I are in this turtle group, and it's seriously destroying my life. Because every time I fucking wake up, I see a new thing I want to spend money on. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Oh, here he comes! Here he comes with it. Oh, it's a Spider-Man. <laughs> it looks like a Spider-Man. It is. Whoa. That's dope. Miles? Oh, and you could replace his head with the his And it's head? like a super detailed. It's a Marvel Legends. Oh, they just come on. Oh, that's card a Marvel Legends? Usually yeah. those come in the like the like this box right here. Dude, the, 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 like this. the only reason I bought it is it was at Walmart and they're already reselling for 75 and I kind of wanted it already. And then I saw it at the Walmart in Trinidad. I was like, well, what am I gonna do? Not buy it, never see it again and be pissed. Yeah. Basically. You can't afford not to buy it at that point. Yeah, he's got replacement <laughs> hands. He's got a replacement head. The fucking sculpt is really good. Yeah, dude, I was going to say, that's a Marvel Legends like level sculpt. It What's it doing in like a standard on-card like clamshell box? I'd love to find Peter B. Parker because I think he has sweatpants on. Nice. <laughs> and then I'd also really like to find Spider-Punk. Nice. They, they had just two Jessica Drew figures there still today when I went back, but the rest of the miles were gone. Mm, man. I uh I have since since we last recorded I've seen that movie it's so fucking good and you saw the version without Matt have we talked about this 
Hey, everybody, welcome to Broadcast Geeks. And Matt, have you talked about number 311? Come original, you got to come original. Go to Nebraska, get high in a field, uh, Omaha. Uh, let's, uh, have we talked about how they clued the fucking movie about the movie? They, no, they clued into the spider verse oh well, what do you mean what does that there's, mean like, there's at least nine versions of the films that they distributed to theaters with different oh, takes so, different yes. scenes i heard there was different uh yeah there's different so end, the, not endings but different scenes middle parts yeah so mitch's version didn't have 2099 as the vampire um wait mitch didn't i see it with you no we saw transformers and then we saw flash Oh. I saw Spider-Verse uh, alone. And he so, saw it without the scene where he's like about to bite that guy in silhouette. Yeah, I think I saw that. But they That's, didn't actually talk about the, the vampire much or, or they do they much. mention it like one time. Right. It's like a throwaway line, basically. Yeah, but it's less of a throwaway line when they've shown him Miguel talking about it with him like on somebody in silhouette with his fangs. So how many versions are there? Two at that least, we know of. At least nine. What the fuck? There's at least nine versions, and people think there might be more. So how do you... Hmm. So do you have to go to like the same movie theater and see it in different theaters to see the different versions, most likely? You probably have to go to different theaters because they're all using the same rip in their different screenings. Oh, yeah. It depends on what side of the Mississippi you watch the movie on. So, like, in Denver, you just have to go to a bunch of theaters and try. Oh, man. So, oh, like I clue. wonder when it... Yeah, that's what you mean by clue. Or, like, a variant cover on a comic book. Yeah, but it's very much like Clue, where you just have to go to the movie and see what ending they were going to play. They weren't going to tell okay. you ahead of time. So, the DVD Wait a minute. Will hopefully have all of them. Yeah. So, you're saying that... When Clue, the movie with fucking Christopher Lloyd and Tim Curry, Tim Curry, Madeline uh-huh. Kahn, that, yeah. that was released with several three, different versions, three so different if you, endings. I if believe. you watch them, I think it's four. If you watch the movie at home, it plays through all the endings. Yeah. Oh, and it does like a or, and then it does the other one, or, and it does the other one. But when they played it in theaters, you only got one ending. Wow. So you had to see it a bunch of times because you might see it at the same time more than once. But when it got released on cable, they just did all three endings, I believe. Right, because they didn't have the technology to release it as like an extra. Right. And right. And, and it was like, I think it was most of why the movie had any hype. Because they said, you know, they showed the ending and they're like, that's how it could have ended or, or it could have been this. And then they yeah. showed another way. And they all worked. Yes. And it all worked with the rest of the plot. Like it was crafty, but it was like an early sort of attempt at a cool DVD extra like that. I love that movie. It's a fun movie. As had never seen it. And we watched it like a year or two ago. And uh, yeah, I mean, everybody in our age ish should see it because it's got a great cast. It's just a fun movie. And if you've played the game, I'm one of those firm believers that thinks the whole world might be in a better political state, climate state, just general vibe if Curry was still around. He is still, He's around. still around. He's just uh, debilitated he, in a wheelchair. Yeah, he can't do anything. He can't. I, but I mean, like, if he was still entertaining and able to, like, be the fair. loud cantaker as fuck he is. Yeah, that's fair. Like, he, he is. He's the polar opposite of who Rip Torn was. Hmm. Is Rip Torn not alive anymore? I think he did finally die, but Rip Torn was like a masterpiece of a piece of shit. Wait, are you talking about Rip Taylor or Rip Torn? Torn. <laughs> All right. Rip Taylor was like the flamboyant. Hey, everyone. Yeah, yes. throwing glitter. No, not Rip Taylor. Ah. Rip, Torn. Rip Torn. Rip Torn's the old man. Yeah, and, and, he, and, he's, and he's crazy. 
and he yeah. fucking like go into a bank naked with a yeah. shotgun and tell him he was robbing him. Like More he was fucking. I need to drink my own urine. No, a bad I man just, with uh, bad messages. If you can, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah, yeah, like him getting in trouble for that bank robbery is what derailed the fucking prequel to that. It was going to be a Hank Azaria-led film that was a flashback prequel to Dodgeball hmm. and Rip Torn getting in a bunch of fucking trouble that his PR team kept out of the news. Part huh? of keeping it out of the news was dropping that Dodgeball project. Rip Torn is a fucking monster of a man. Really? Yeah, dude, like for real, for real. Like a crazy old Hollywood type of piece of shit. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Charged with carrying a pistol without a permit, carrying a firearm while intoxicated, first degree burglary, first degree criminal trespass, and third degree criminal mischief. And I think those are just like the ones from late in life. I don't think that's his whole rap sheet. I think those are like for what happened in his 70s. And his, uh, yeah, his mugshot looks pretty awesome. Yeah. He's a bad motherfucker. Wow. Oh, that sucks. But I know Tim Curry's still alive because he corrects people sometimes online when they say, oh, we wish Tim Curry was still alive. And he's like, I am. Yeah, I didn't mean to imply he's dead. I mean, like Val Kilmer, the same way that Val Kilmer's gone. Like, he'll Fair. never have Fair input enough. on anything ever again. Yep, other than Top Gun. Like, it's really cool that Clooney was Batman at the end of the movie, but let's everybody be honest. It would have oh, been a God. lot cooler if it was Kilmer. I Dude, it would have talk- been a lot. Go ahead. You would have been a lot what? Oh, I was going to say it would have been a lot cooler if it was Kilmer, even fucking Pattinson. Dude, if Kilmer got out of the car and then Chris O'Donnell got out of the other side of the car. Oh, shit, dude. That would have been fucking shit kittens. So I don't know how valid it is, but I watched this video last night that they recently released what the alternate endings were going to be to The Flash. Like originally, One of the the writers spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, and I think it just got confirmed. Yeah, so uh, Cavill was originally going to be in it. Yeah, uh, it was going to be more Wonder Woman. All of them were going to be at the uh, courthouse, uh, including maybe Keaton was supposed to come back and do it. I I don't know. The more I think about the movie, like the movie was fun and all. I I don't think I really have a good feeling from the movie. Like, I don't think it, it, it gave me what I wanted. And I feel like I was just saying it was great, but I don't know if it really was. I they mean, also- for being, I'm sorry, for being a cancellation episode, it was pretty fucking good. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was, it was all right. It was all right. I guess I'm just ready to close that, that chapter. Of I these- don't think we're getting any more of that. We're getting Aquaman. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's going to be worse than this. I think that's just going to be limped across the line because the financial investment was already higher than the payout was going to be on the insurance, and they just had to roll with it. That's what happened with The Flash. They've confirmed that. They had already right. spent so much money on VFX, on down payments and shit, that even if they got the insurance right off on the IP, it, they, it, it wouldn't have paid for the fucking movie, yeah. So then they they canceled. And by the way, I was in Los, uh, Los Angeles recently, and I went to Warner Brothers Studio, and it was awesome. And in there, in some of the displays, I think they had some footage from Batgirl, which I like there was a fight scene where now I could be wrong because maybe on the show did a did a black girl take over as Batwoman uh, or yeah. whatever on, on the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. OK, then maybe it was from the TV show, uh, but I it was footage I had never seen. And was she it, wearing purple it, or black? Uh, black and, and red. I think it's from the TV show. Oh, okay. That's I got all excited for nothing. But anyway, when when I read about all this and I and I I watched a YouTube video about the Flash and all that, it made me wonder then if if they knew 
earlier that they were working with James Gunn and that James Gunn was just like, we might as well just cancel this because it's not going to lead anything into the future. I don't think I, so. Because and then I got upset when, I, when they said Batman Beyond was supposed to be a thing. It's like, what the fuck? Keaton was already right. engaged in doing it. He had already said yes. God. Uh, I don't, because, I don't think the gun plans existed longer than we were told by much because like, it's already come out this week that guns already attached to direct the legendary star Lord. So DC had to like bend over backwards and take it like their, their lead of entertainment is going to direct something for the competition. Wait a minute. James Gunn is going to direct fucking, uh, Star-Lord? a star Lord movie now. Yeah. It sounds like even if he stepped down as a director, as a symbolic move, he'd still be the writer in the main producer wow yeah it says it right here yeah but like there's a strong possibility he'll step down as director just so somebody else's name is attached Uh, but but it's still his project and he's known to be the kind of psycho that's not going to let go of this right but that means that that contract was already underway before he signed with dc because there's no fucking way dc is going to let him go do that that had to be something they were honoring on the signature date Hmm. i don't know i mean why can't they just play nice and let a rising tide uh raise all boats you know what i'm saying because it's dude that's like a whole swath of time that he has to commit to somebody else after you've instated him as the lead of your thing yeah, I don't uh, want him doing that. I want him sticking to DC and writing scripts and everything else that I need to see. Yeah, it's the same reason like one good coach can't do multiple teams. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I just I guess I want I want to have my cake and eat it too, you know? Oh, we get to. DC's the one that's going to get fucked on this. None of us are. <laughs> well, good. As long as the company is the only one getting fucked. Yeah, cuz I don't think it'll hurt the quality of the movies i think it'll hurt the schedule does that make yeah, sense they have a lot of they have a lot of movies slated that have no dates yet right and i think gun being preoccupied with his commitment to marvel that's something he's already three movies into and pretty vested in might be the kind of thing where like they're gonna have to really figure out how they're spacing out the projects on a release schedule so that he has time to disappear and come back without a gap and they also have like so in the next year it looks like they have three things that have nothing to do with the future of the dcu oh we're not getting anything about the future of the dcu until blue beetle oh man well, I'm so worried this for Blue Beetle. Right, and it's go- it's supposed to be tertiarily involved with the future. No, apparently Blue Beetle ties into very little of anything, so it's able to be used going forward, Mitch. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I just, you know, that movie comes out soon, right? Yeah, August 18th. Like, yeah. I mean, I haven't, I've been barely seeing anything for it. Granted, we did see... Oh, I saw the trailer um, multiple times. Yeah, I know, but like, where's like the toys, everything? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the Spider-Verse toys just came out. Yeah, that's true. I but, think I mean, they should take a page out of the Mutant Mayhem Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ones and uh, put it out so we can spend our little grubby money, the money that's been in our grubby little palms. I agree with you. But for the same reason that they get to do a cool Blue Beetle movie that's like kind of a later teenager movie is the same reason that they don't have like the guarantee success to put a toy line out yet. Like yeah. the, the, the same reason that they know they can put out Ninja Turtle toys that we're all going to buy is why it we haven't gotten a rated R one yet. Mm. 
Fair enough. Because the execs are just like, no, why would we do that? We can print $20 million off of Playmates right now. And they probably are because I, I finally found a set of those turtle buddies. Yeah. And I got some, I got one for myself. I got a set for my niece. Nice. The one that come I in mean, the van? No, I didn't find the van, but I got the individual figures. Oh, nice. I want that new four pack that's a Walmart exclusive where they're in the costumes that they're going to wear to the costume party in the movie, but it's all classic Ninja Turtle figures from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to see that scene. I'm going to cry like a bitch in the theater. <laughs> so all of these movies that are in development, there's nothing happening because of the writer's strike. Right. And the uh, actors union's about to join them. Oh, man. I just read something here, though, that was really never funny. cross a picket line. I was looking up about how long it, you know, if it's still going on. And in this one thing through Wikipedia, it says what it's caused by lack of agreement on a new contract between the WGA and the AMPTP, David Zaslov's incompetence and lack of respect for the entertainment industry. I love that David Zaslov's incompetence. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. What a total shitbird that guy is. I mean, there's been con- constant articles lately. It's just been like more stuff going away forever because of a fucking tax write-off. So what are we going to do? Jesus. Cause... I felt really fucking validated when Steven Spielberg held a press conference to have the fit I've been having for six months. What did he say? He like lost his mind and like went off on the tangent I have gone off on on this show many times saying like, yo, this go is full You can't shelve IP for a tax write-off. This is a monster of a human being. He's killing art for dividends that won't even pay off in the future. This is all for investors. This is criminal. It is. Fuck this guy. I'll fight him if I see him. Like it was, I think it was him, Coppola and somebody else. Like all had a panel like a free panel that they threw and everybody was like, whoa, what are they going to talk about? And the whole thing was like, you guys want to get pitchforks? Like, what are we doing? (laughs) Well, I I think that's a good point. You know, I understand you have investors, but they're investing in the product because maybe they believe in it, right? Uh, Maybe they don't. But if they don't, then they shouldn't fucking invest in it because no dude and if you're a ceo that can't sell while why your product's good to your fucking investors instead of having to shelve it for a write-off to show them right. dividends to show they, money then you're not good at your fucking job yeah i would agree i would agree maybe we should send the flashback to uh put a can of tomatoes in zaslov's mom's shopping cart or, or something. like i i genuinely wish it was more of like a joke for fun's sake but he's one Chuck Jones short away from me showing up at his fucking house. <laughs> Should I edit that part out? No, I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> dude, they're they're gonna catch me. His house has cameras all over it. I don't give a fuck. If he cuts, if he shelves one Chuck Jones cartoon for a fucking write-off, I will go handle his ass. Fuck Jake that. He's going full Baco. It's yeah. ridiculous what he's doing. It's it sucks fucked like um, a mat like do it's what it's the library of alexandria it's just he's just doing it slowly but he's destroying like whole sections of our culture and they're not going to be backed up anywhere because no one's going to pay for fucking cold storage of film that they're never allowed to use again no one's going to pay for server storage of shit that they're never allowed to use again it's going to get erased Did you know that Brendan Fraser was Firefly in the Batgirl movie? Yeah, I did. I didn't, or at least I didn't remember if I did. Or he was the voice, at least. I think it was kind of like when he was Clint. Somebody else was going to be the Uh, body body? in the suit. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. I mean, they could always use like Spanx or something to keep it all in. No, I don't mean because of that. Because of all of his injuries. I just don't think he could do much past like the speaking roles before he gets burned. And and then the speaking roles afterwards, like he's broken. Yeah, it's too bad. Um, 
but yeah, fuck Zaslav. But <laughs> you, the, you know, at the same time, and I don't know if we talked about this, and if we did, I won't talk about it again. But I feel for the writers, and I think we're getting the best TV we've ever gotten. And I think there is something to this recipe. But I also think bitching that you're making a third of a living wage while turning in a third of a season isn't an argument. You're just telling a simple math that makes sense to everyone. Because if I worked a third right. of the hours at my job, I'd get paid a third of the fucking work. Well, and it's more than it's it's more than just the actors, though. I mean, the writers, it's the writers, the writers are the one who are getting fucked on the pay. Yeah, because when you write eight episodes, you don't get paid as much as when you write 23. Yeah. And they're mad because it's the model now. And it's like, well, then the new model is you need to get three writing gigs a year. Yeah. And, and, and I they're like, they're well, I don't have time. Now. Like they're you, also worried about like chat GP and whatever else. Yeah. But then like the, what the fuck was the point of striking now? Like if that was part of their concern, then they did it wrong. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Cause if anything, they just opened up a door for that to be. Yeah. Thing. They're fucked. They, they accelerated the development of that exponentially but, with, but money. if actors are striking and supporting, then that gives them, a little bit more leverage at least a little bit until all the ones who are damn near retirement age just start doing what bruce willis did and sign off their ai rights mm. uh did he do that under duress no he did it because he's like sad that he can't act anymore because of his brain and didn't Fuck. want it to like end his career so in his mind it was like a way for him to continue and you and know what and for other for actors it's a way to get paid out without crossing a picket line yeah mm. I don't yeah think what are they gonna beat up my fucking hologram you know, know, it's funny. Bruce Willis starred in a movie that uh, was kind of cool. And I read the comic book. It was called um, Surrogate, I think it was. Oh, where, yeah. Where the, you would stay at home and you'd hook up to this. this yeah. Neural it was link. like a weird kind of manga-ish looking art. It wasn't and manga. It had a, yeah, yeah. And it had a better uh, like form of you. Yeah. Better shape, better looking. And you controlled it remotely. Yeah. It reminds me of that movie. Movie. Yeah. yeah. The comic was okay. The The movie was pretty good, too. Yeah. I kind of remember the movie being better, like more thought out. Uh, yeah, I might agree with that. I think when it was this one movie of the rare come out? Uh, uh, it had to be like 2004? Nine. Okay. I was on heroin, so that's all a blur. <laughs> yeah, people live their lives free of pain, danger, and complications through robotic representations of themselves called surrogates. Yeah, it was like an avatar. It was an exploration of the idea of like avatars, basically. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty good. I, I liked it. It had yeah. a decent enough cast. And it kind of came out around the same time as like that Stepford Wives remake. Like there was a bunch of shit that came out the same time that was kind of Yeah, they always do, right? Yeah. Like when you have the uh when you have the asteroid movie, they, they all come out around the same time. Yeah, but stuff like that makes more sense than like revisiting a sci-fi idea from 60 years ago. Maybe, but when it's the same notion, right? Somebody brings it to a studio, yeah, they pass. But then they get the idea and they make their own. That's same, true. Same thing. You know, somebody came with this. I got this comic book we're going to adapt. And it's like, oh, well, no, but I'll do this instead. Are you guys watching the new season of The Greatest Show on TV? Young Sheldon? No, The Wonder Years, the one that won a Peabody last year. Oh, no, I didn't know it was another season. I thought it was on summer break like all the other network stuff. It's a summer show. Oh, cool. It's like the original. I like that guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Don Cheadle. No, the Wonder Years. You said. Yeah, Fred Don Cheadle's the narrator. Narrator. I didn't know who you were talking about. No, I'm talking about the the main guy. The dad. Uh, uh not the the older guy, but the the little boy. No, what's the uh, what's his name? Like Drew Hill or no? Um, we're talking. It's a black cast, right? 
Yeah. Are you talking about the dad? Yes. Not the grandfather. Oh, Dulé Hill. Dulé Hill. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from Psych. Psych. Yeah. Yeah, I like that dude. He rules. And like, dude, he's so good as this character and being different than he's ever been on anything else. Mm-hmm. That it took me a couple episodes to put together. That was him. Yeah, we haven't. We my girls watched an episode or two of it. I I I have not. It's so good. And I'm gonna be honest. It takes like it's a big cast. It's like as big as the original, if not a little bit bigger of a cast. So it takes like four, maybe five episodes mm-hmm. before it's like running, running. Like the show's yeah. good. It's solid. It's a fucking solid B plus from jump. But then once you get to like the first half of the season, then it takes off and you're like, holy shit, this went from being like decent to like amazing. Hmm. And then when it ties in with the original in Wonder Years in that episode, I cried so hard. I had like a migraine. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I liked it. I liked what I watched, at least. And this season has been nothing but the same, if not better. It's just killer. The cast is amazing. The car, the whoever does the cars on that show is broken inside, just like me. <laughs> because the car casting is done in a way that, like, I don't think makes sense to more than, like, two dozen people that watch that show. <laughs> like, they go out of their way to age grandpa's car the way a 10-year-old car would have been aged in the... 60s and like it's really cool shit and then when he gives the daughter to his the car to his granddaughter she just fixes the headliner and the taillights the way people did in the 60s when they got a 50s car yeah yeah like it's but like that's a huge attention to detail like that's all they fixed on set when they were gonna throw like we got to make it better for when we're shooting scenes with the daughter like no well what they would have done then is they would have fixed the taillight lenses and then redone the fabric so it wasn't sagging and that'd be about it they hired someone like you yeah it rules there needs to be more of that i want them to be commended i don't think it's got enough credit for their peabody that's great you just want them to uh to you know you need you need to get a uh, like a car consultant job dude i've never simultaneously simultaneously wanted a show to be renewed for like seven more seasons right now and also canceled so that i might be able to rob the studio of those cars because <laughs> they they stacked they stacked the show with so many recurring cars that they use in all the different scenes that i know they bought them mm-hmm. and it's too many for the production people to buy out on their own yeah like they have good. more cars than they have people on their union staff Ooh. and they're some of them are fucking cherry that's awesome by the way when i was at warner brothers they had a couple of batmobiles including the pattinson one i believe oh yeah yeah what is that like some kind of a charger or uh it's supposed to be a 74 cuda with a ford triton v10 in the back here let me see can i share my screen yeah bang, oh yeah i have to bang, i'll show you some of the pictures it was it was super cool what what was funny about um what was funny about the studio tour is that they you know they're featuring oh our big shows are uh gilmore girls and friends and whatever and i don't watch any of those shows so i was like i'm just waiting for the dc stuff but here this is that car do you see it it's fake oh is it yeah well it's not fake it's the one they built to take on tour when they were doing press for the movie yeah but it's literally not an operatable car it's not an operatable car and the panels aren't real it's like fiberglass so it's built like a nascar where the body's just laid on it okay Mm. and they had wait did i see 
yeah. And uh, the picture before that, is that a that animated was a series? Oh. That was a video of the Batcave uh, that looked like it was in the distance through a window. That's and cool. And it, it did. It had a variety of the Batmobiles, including oh, the 60s, uh, the next, uh, the, the animated series. Oh, I see it back there. It's... It's making me all pingoed. Yeah, right there, right? Isn't that it? Yep, that's the Ar- it. The Arkham yeah. ones down there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was it was cool. Um, and they had uh, a bunch of the suits. Um, I, I posed with like the Joker and uh, from from the Dark Knight, and then the Penguin. They yeah, had, yeah. Whoa, like, you got whoa. to see Arnie's Mister Freeze suit. Yeah. Was there an armed gunman there? Where? Like on the other side of the person taking the picture of you. Oh, I don't know if, uh, no, I don't know if they had guns on them, but there were definitely guards all over, like watching and making sure people. Okay. Were... I was going to say they put Heath Ledger, like Keith Ledger is one of those people where there's like heroin junkie ladies who just like walk around moist at the idea of him. Yeah. You'd think that'd it, get stolen. It was just way cool. Slime around town. Whoa. That's a miniature remote Batmobile. For the movie? For Batman Returns. Yeah, for Jesus. the production, though. That's not one we could buy as a toy. That's a production no, piece. That's a production piece. They had a couple. Wow. I hate I... that Batmobile, but it's cool. It is. Hey, that's the I Drew agree. Carey Batmobile. That I know fucking... which one it is. It's and then the, the nipple cowl one. worn by Keaton. Damn, that's... why is it all... Because they didn't think it would be fucking something they'd ever put on display when they made the movie in 89. Yeah. Oh, my god there are a lot of cool cells this is a wonderful audio medium that we're (laughs) (laughs) well you might might have to share some of these pictures on the page just so people can see them yeah absolutely if you feel on the reddit right i had to get a picture yeah you know the actual chuck jones there was also there was another thing i don't have a picture of because ez did it on her phone but what i oh wait i could what i did was i got on a uh motorcycle like the bat cycle and took a video um uh maybe she didn't take a picture of me unfortunately but it was it was super cool i i had a great time yeah so this was the big screen and they had a video of the bat cave with all these different cars. Yo, when it uh, comes cool. down to it and I have to kill Zaslav, you guys will get Spielberg to come testify as a character witness on my behalf, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as long as I get to have one of the Batmobiles after you free the spoils of war. I mean, <laughs> I, I will build you a Batmobile. Good. Yeah. All right. The animated series one is almost impossible to build functional. That's okay. I, you know. Why is that? Because of the weight? It's like too, it's too long and long? too narrow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what if I had a nickel for every time I heard that. Well, it would have to have some narrow. sort of a it would have to have some sort of a tire or a cross axle in the in the middle to, the, to it's, support it's, that. Well, it, it's it's just that it wouldn't it never turn right. Like the rear wheels wouldn't follow the front wheels. Yeah. So if okay. you went around a corner, it just it'd be like a it'd be like a shopping cart with a locked rear wheel mm. all the time. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's like uh you know like golden like like the golden geometry equation the Greeks the fucking spiral the golden ratio the golden ratio yeah. there is yeah, a yeah. golden ratio to like tire placement on cars and the Batmobile falls way the fuck outside of it the animated yeah, series one yeah that's the first one from Keaton is a Corvette yeah I mean that and is that why he had to have the grappling hook to go around corners I'll come up there and kick your ass Mitch I don't care how big you are. 
<laughs> no, I'm I'm asking like a real, forgive my ignorance, but like oh, I that's thought you were why, making a Ford joke. The way you leaned no, back, I thought you were like, huh? no, no, no. I'm I forgive my ignorance on cars, but I was saying like that's legitimately why. Like, is that an in-universe explanation of why he has to have the grappling hook to take tight corners in that vehicle when he's escaping from the museum? I think that was just like a fun convention in the film because you wouldn't need all the ones that he drove in the movies proportions work. The animated one, your cockpit would be sitting over the rear axle Mm. and then your engine would be mid engine and then all that's up front with no weight on it and it's too long and it's narrow as shit. The rest of them all have wide bodies. They're all squarer cars than the animated series ones like a Twinkie compared to the other ones. Mm. Damn it. I watched a couple of movies that I didn't think I was going to watch. I watched 65. Have you guys seen that movie? I'm not with Kylo Ren. But I know what you're talking about. Was he like really upset the whole time? Pretty much. Did he ever get out of here? Did it ever leave this range? (laughs) You know, I only watched it because I was on a plane, but it, I don't know. I don't even know if it was good. Uh, It was, I, I think it was made for ancient alien people uh it was a uh, he played a dude from some planet not earth and they uh they get off course or he he loses his crew he lands on earth 65 million years ago and then gets off planet right before the uh asteroid come that you know kills all the dinosaurs well on a scale to like one to take my money how much better would the movie have been if alan tudyk let it oh well i think with kylo ren <laughs> and one is take my money no take kylo- my money's 10 okay with kylo ren it was like a three with tudyk i think it would have been a seven yeah that's what i mean. like uh, kylo ren falls flat on everything that guy is not a good actor i think he it gets looks- a lot i think he got cast well as kylo he looks good in uh isn't he in asteroid uh city he looks adam driver yeah. Yeah, and I imagine Wes Anderson cast him as a role where he's supposed to be the flat, dry fuck. Like that, yeah. Yeah, and casting him as a Sith was like a good move, but I think it was read by the public and by producers as like, look at this kid play a Sith. And it's like, no, that's his only speed. That's all he plays. Like, yeah, you're, you're about to have a real rude awakening when you cast him for something else, and all he can do is yell in that same intonation. Man, he, it's like he really was Hayden Christensen's grandson. Yeah, yeah. He except- did that. He did that in that Jim Jarmusch film uh, with Bill Murray with the zombies. Yeah, like, dude, it was the, the worst part die. of the movie. Yeah, the worst part of Dead Don't Die is his performance. Like, he just—it's so flat. And if it's on purpose, then like somebody needs to have the balls to tell him, like, "Hey, kid, we're good. <laughs> try, try different. Hey, try a different octave, huh? Yeah, yeah. The- I didn't think it was that great of a movie. No, but it, it, you know, for an airplane movie, it was fine. You know what I saw that would be a fantastic airplane movie? What's that? Mm. Um, it's a it's a little film starring Pierce Brosnan uh-huh. and Adam Devine. <laughs> <laughs> what a pair! On like the, peanut butter and chocolate. You wouldn't <laughs> think so. They really kind of are. Like I I want to see buddy cop movies with those two now. I want what, this. What is it? What was the movie? Fuck! What's it called? It's on Netflix. Let me pull it up really quick. Oh, I, uh, we, can, we can look it up. It's uh, it's like Netflix built it as a romantic comedy, so I kind of didn't want to watch it. But are they lovers? It's it, it's only a romantic comedy in so much as it'd be hard to explain it without saying it's a romantic comedy. But basically, Adam Devine plays a bank manager that's about to marry this girl, and you find out early in like the way that it sets up the story 
The outlaws. The outlaws, yeah, instead of the in-laws. Got it. So you find out that, like, in in a phone call early in the movie, her parents are actually going to come to the wedding. And then you hear, like, oh, her parents have lived with this very remote tribe in the Amazon. And they're, like, you know, anthropologists and studying. And they're, like, very remote. And it's hard to get a hold of them. And, like, that's why it's a big deal. They're coming back. And then they come back, and it's Pierce Brosnan and some other older bad bitch whose name I should know. Oh, Julie Haggerty? Yeah. Julie Haggerty, and she rules in it too. Like she's awesome. She should get. Oh, oh no, no, wait. Ellen Barkin. There you go. Haggerty. Yeah, Amity Jane right. herself. Julie Haggerty was in it. She. Yeah, played... she's the other mom. Right. Yeah, yeah. I knew the name. Yeah, Ellen right. Barkin. She's great, dude. She fucking turns in a killer ass fucking funny performance, playing like just a cold bitch. Like she, it's good. But know. it ends up that they're like world famous bank robbers called the Ghosts that are missing now, and Michael Rooker plays the fucking detective who's hot on their ass. Yeah, Rooker. Oh shit! And, and they, Richard Kind. And they yeah. come in. And they come in and they rob Adam Devine's bank right the day before the wedding, and then it devolves from there into a lot of madness. Dude, All this right. looks awesome. I love yeah. when fucking what's that one where Pierce Brosnan's like a aging hitman? The Matador. You ever Matador see that? Was good. Yeah, it was so good. That was a good movie. This is like that, but way f- more fun. Awesome. Pierce Brosnan's playing like like what if Jim from Mutiny was also a bank robber? <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. It rules. It's just like <laughs> him in front of the refrigerator and like a leopard skin fucking cheap shirt from Walmart. I like this girl too. Like messing uh, his hair up, chugging orange juice. The the girl that I guess their daughter, Nina Dobrev. Oh yeah, dude. I knocked the dust off of that. What's she playing? I don't think there's any dust, but I know where she could play. I know where your point is. I bet there is. She's been in a I'd she's been in a some. few things. She was like uh uh that I've seen her on, I guess. I don't even know. Jesus. Wasn't she in Entourage? No. Um I don't think that was, well, that might've been, I don't think that was her. No, she's not Sloan, but I think she was one of the broads on, a, oh, I think, she, I think it's possible. I think she's the chick he sees when he breaks up with Sloan. And then all of his friends make fun of him. Cause the new girl's just Sloan. She was in a movie Sloan I like that was called the final girls. That was a fun movie. Wasn't she in like the OC? She was the vampire diary. That's what it is. Yeah. She's the younger sister of somebody in the OC, though, isn't she? I'm not seeing it. I guess she was also on Workaholic. Yeah. I think. And what's her name? Her first name? Nina Dobrev. Nina Dobrev. Yeah. That's not the hot one Adam married. Her name's Chloe something. In real life, you mean? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know. Doesn't show it. Uh, And then I watched another movie on the flight back, but I can't remember what I watched. Jesus. Like, I made it to the end. I enjoyed it enough. I just don't remember what it was. Isn't that terrible? It was only three days ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'll think of it. You'll think of it. I watched something that uh, I'd like to send a message to Jake Becker from 2018, if I could. Yeah. I just started watching Barry. Holy fuck. Is that a good show? I know it is, but like, I'm going to be honest with you. I made it halfway through the first season and had to bail. Ah. Oh man. I'm like halfway through the second season now. It's too heavy, dude. It bums me the fuck out. I hear it gets darker as it goes and it doesn't go back to not being dark. Really? Because the first season kind of wrapped up perfectly, and then now the second season's getting, uh, well, Doc, that's uh, that's heavy. Yeah, Yeah, I I hear it gets dark. Yeah, the the last season's supposed to be, like, crazy. Oh, good. I can't wait to get there. And and Bill Hader thinks it's funny that it, like, fucks with fans. (laughs) Really? God damn it. Why is he so likable as this insane maniac? 
Because he's like one of the most likable people I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, right now, my favorite genre of memes is the fucking one where he's like dancing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Have you seen those memes where yeah. people put the Bill Hader dancing over like whatever? Yeah. Have yeah. you ever seen him do a panel? Like a Comic-Con panel? Yeah. He likes to do voices. He I've does seen, not I've like seen, to do voices. I've seen interviews where like he, he just they, does lots of voices. He gets forced into doing voices. Uh, uh, he's like actually like friends with Seth Meyers and brought it up on his show recently. I think oh, that's like interesting. Last summer, he was like, Yeah, and then every goddamn talk show host does that got that fucking thing where they're like, Hey, so you're really good at impressions, and then you have to just bark like a dog for the next segment. And there, there's tape of him getting visibly mad at Kimmel for doing it. Makes him want to kill somebody? No, well, no, it's just like I'm here to promote a movie, and you want me to do all this shit I did four years ago on SNL or 10 years ago now. Right. Like, come on, oh, man. man. Imagine being Seth MacFarlane. You have to like promote your movie and they're like, do Stewie. Yeah. <laughs> be like, oh, yes. You wanted me to do Stewie now. Oh, yeah. Cool. But imagine being Seth Mac- getting that demand and making like a fucking one one hundredth of the money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Hader doesn't have Seth MacFarlane money. No, Seth MacFarlane has like, I can technically do whatever the fuck I want until I die money now. I know. That's why he's the best. Did you watch any of those comedians in cars getting coffee yet? No. No. Was I no. supposed to? No, because I said the wrong thing. I'm very tired. Uh, cars and comedians getting coffee. That that didn't help. It's very funny, but it really <laughs> stopped whatever forward progress I was getting on the field in my brain. Uh, cars that run on coffee. We you don't want to. You it's comedians Com- just uh, tonguing uh, their carpool karaoke. <laughs> oh, is that the one with Shaq? And John Cena? Yeah, I want you to see that more than I want you to see anything. Do you want me to see it more than anything on Apple Plus? It's on Apple Plus, so you're fucked. Oh, god damn it! Yeah, that's where that's where it exists. It's it's like some of the best shit. Like it's it's criminal that that wasn't broadcast on TV so that everyone could enjoy it. Is it just like outtakes or B sides from Corden's carpool? It's like a spinoff of the show. Corden's only in like two or three episodes over the whole thing. It was like Mm. a producer at cbs was like hey this is a really fun idea but that guy sucks what if we made it a tv show without him and just paid him a producer credit Hmm. but it's like 18 to 20 minutes and it's two different famous people in each episode and they ride along together and usually they'll be like a surprise guest so like joel McHale will pop up in the back while danny pudi and allison brie or did i get that right there's too many Allisons. Uh, yeah that's her yeah they they do one together and it's really good like that's one where you can tell like oh those people came out of community like real deal lifelong friends Hmm. the stories they share about community are more like people that would like old ladies remembering their junior high antics they rap uh one of childish gambino's early songs and hit every word both of them and it's really fucking great how happy they are at the end and then they talk about how happy they are for donald what song is it the no from like early gambino that was literally the album he retired on oh well (laughs) it's from camp i forget what it's called but it's the one where it goes like uh childish gambino uh i'm trying to think of what i can rap that's not gonna get me in trouble Uh, that's right you don't have to do it make homegirls drop it like the nasdaq move white coke like this coat up your ass crack nice that one. Oh, i remember what movie i saw what, what john wick 2 okay and here's what i found out i've seen it before nice so i haven't seen three and then i could watch four there's rumors that other than like uh chaplin this new movie puts 
Keanu Reeves up with being the highest paid actor per word ever. I think if you break down the John Wick 4, he made 500 and some thousand dollars per word. Wow. Damn. That's pretty awesome. I think it's like 511 or 513 or something random thousand dollars he made per word. And, you know, I got to say, like, I, I guess I'm not a hundred percent sure why everybody loves the John Wick films. That being said, it's fun. It's entertaining. They're fun, but that's it. But that's it. It's completely vapid, unbelievable. And, and I don't know, I want to say beneath him, but maybe it's not. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's beneath. I think at this point in his life, it's just fun for him. He gets to do all the things he likes to do. Mm-hmm. And even if he knows it's not like great film, it's great stunt work. He gets to stay in shape. He probably gets to eat like a fucking horse the whole time they're filming. I mean, does he do his own? Yeah, he does most or most of it. He does a lot of the close up shit when he's doing like the quick change and dropping. And stuff. And there was a lot of badass and doing shit yeah, like that. Quick, where like guns. That's, that's him. All right. Well, that's. that's I believe impressive. they call it gun foo. Yeah, I believe that's stupid though. So <laughs> I won't right. say it. I don't think you're dumb for saying it, but I will never support that. I mean, he why gets don't you up, say that to Ang Lee's face? He gets like, I would. he gets hit by a car, gets back up, starts, keeps fighting. And it's like, you just hit a guy in a car. There was a couple of scenes that were fucking awesome where he like does this donut into a dude and yeah. knocks the guy with the car. I, I really like that. And I'm on a plane watching this. Is he still driving a Ford in two? He is, isn't he? Well, at the end of one, his car gets destroyed, but he still drives it. And then he drives it to death, essentially. Yeah. But then he gets a new car in two, right? I don't remember. Steals a Chevelle in one of them and then ruins it immediately and gets it's back in a Ford. Mm. I don't appreciate them pretending a Mustang would hold up to any of that. He only made 15 million for John Wick 4. Right. But I think he says like fucking 24 words. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah. But the, but the stunts, I don't know. I, I guess my thought is if you're making a fourth in this franchise, you'd probably make more than that. Uh, I haven't seen it, but do you want me to spoil it? Uh, I don't think it matters. I don't, I don't think this is the kind of movie that's less enjoyable because you know the ending. He dies. They kill him oh, at the good. end of this one. Yeah, it's over. What? Oh, then why are they saying John Wick 5 in development? They're doing it with a different character. Somebody else is taking over. Wiki I John? I think it's a young lady. Oh, it's me, Wiki John, it is. And I think it's explained in this movie. In the fourth one, I think they set up who's taking over. And like fans aren't mad somehow. Even oh, I bet they are. Yeah, They're but I don't think there's fucking... like the internet backlash that like replacing an action star with a young woman would get in any other format for some reason. Mm. I guarantee you those dudes are fucking Yosemite Samming. Just like, dude. So here's here's my point. John Wick, rabbits. John Wick 4 cost $100 million to make. And it looks like it's topping a billion at the global box office. Four hundred twenty-five million and counting as of May nineteenth, and he's only making fifteen million on that. Well, that's all he got paid up front. So he's going to get not residuals, but like a percentage or he's, something. He's think? executive producer, so he gets residuals plus he got paid for that. That's not oh. what they're quoting you when you look it up. Mm. He also gets points on the back end, which is how you negotiate any kind of sequel. Okay. So he's getting fucking paid. All right. He made enough off the first one to start a motorcycle company because he didn't think motorcycles were being built correctly. Oh, that's cool. 
And then it turned out he was right. <laughs> no, like really this big lanky fuck who played hockey and doesn't know goddamn dick about shit about engineering went in with an engineer and like pitched all of his ideas for the perfect bike. They built it. And then everyone's like, oh, this is like, why haven't we been doing this for 50 fucking years? This is the way to build a bike. You like change the shape of the frame, change the position of the motor, change the center of gravity so that it's like way safer, way easier to ride, way easier to control. Arch ones. But it was important to him because he's so fucking big Yeah, that if he's not on balance on a motorcycle, when you're that lanky and like in the fetal position, like actually in the fetal position on a bike, Mm -hmm. it's like impossible to use your body as a counterweight because you're so compressed to actually be in control that you can't really do any finite movements to control the bike. So he needed a bike that was more balanced and controllable. And it's like a fucking great design. It looks cool. I'm looking at the Arch motorcycle right now. The ones, the one S or whatever it is. That looks pretty dope. I'm not a motorcycle guy though. I would be, but I really like breathing. Yeah. I would be, except I wouldn't. Uh, I remember falling down on my bicycle for whatever reason. I, the last yeah. thing I want to do is uh, fall down at 60. I would probably drive really fast and then just whoops. That's oh, yeah. And also nobody really watches out for motorcycles these days, man. You got to be extra careful. Mm-hmm. That's the main issue. Yeah, I don't know, man. I always think about the there's a two word phrase whenever I think of motorcycles and it comes from one of Ben Roy's stand ups uh sketches mm-hmm. one of his little skits that ben roy does but um <laughs> he said the word you become a skin crayon on the pavement and i was just like <laughs> oh yeah fuck no i don't ever want that to happen to me that's that's genius it's that's true yeah yep that's that's why why you always, yep that's why you like dude I don't know what my algorithm is right now, but for some reason I get a lot of motorcycle crashes on Instagram. Mm. (laughs) Too many people wearing flip-flops while they're driving their fucking motorcycle. I'm going to say this right now. Yeah. And no helmet, sleeveless shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Wear leathers. You need to dress up like a Power Ranger every time you get on a motorcycle. You know how many people die in leathers? Yeah. None. none. Like almost none. You have to be hit head on or fly into something as you fall off of the bike to die in leathers. People that race F1 bikes are going fucking 200 miles an hour and wipe out all the time. Stand up, walk over to the bike, prop it back up, get on and fucking keep going. Like it is bananas how much safer it is but other people on the road will fucking hit you after you fall off your bike after you got hit the first time and survived like it's just so dangerous to be on a public road on a motorcycle yep yeah i don't know man that's so yeah i'd rather be in a car the only i do like the uh that like double front wheel bat cycle that affleck was riding at the beginning of the flash Mm mm-hmm yeah it's like a reverse tricycle he had two wheels in the front and one in the back right it's a, or maybe it's it was like a, a Dodge split. design. Mm. It's called the Tomahawk. The Tomahawk. Had a Viper yeah. V10 center mounted as the seat. Whoa. Jay Leno has the only operational one. Uh-uh, Ben Affleck's Batman does. That is a CGI vehicle. Leno's got one he drives. <laughs> what? You're telling me that Ben Affleck was just sitting on like a block of wood with a blue tarp draped over it? Yes. God damn it. Also... Can I just say this? I don't know if we've ever fucking uh, covered this on this show, but I saw some behind the scenes scenes with the the Flash and everything. I'm I'm really sick of CGI capes, mm, like yeah. capes that are not fucking real at all. To just get the movement that's necessary for the yeah for, yeah use a fan. I, I agree. Use a fucking practical effect. 
Eaton's bat cape looked pretty real. Uh, that he, he was the one that I saw that where he was just walking around with no fucking cape on. Maybe it was like a sh- before they were like, all right, bolt on the cape, boys. No, I mean, I know his isn't real in the movie. I'm just saying they did a good job. But they also probably had a lot of footage of his actual cape from when he filmed two movies worth of fucking footage for him. Yeah. To like Three use. if you count Batgirl, eh? Well, oh, yeah. Was he suited up in that, though? I thought he kind of was just Oracle in that. Nope, he was suited up. Fuck. Oh, oh God. Guys. You know. Spielberg I, needs to be there. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little bummed. I, I didn't like the... Uh, I didn't like the CG in in the Flash, a lot of it, and I feel like this is consistent uh, with DC. It was worse than average DC, and and before it's been more explainable, where it was like, well, we had to like redo the movie after it was eighty percent done because the director's daughter killed herself. But this one was just like, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to like, yo, we were we were building a road to nowhere. Like we weren't, yeah, we weren't going to double down and pay more money to have this look like a diamond when we're gonna treat it like pencil lead yeah they're like we wanted to reshoot the whole thing but turns out ezra miller was in like 96 percent of the shots yeah and and like there was two of them why would we pay a vfx studio two more times to make this look better when we can just fucking show the movie it's gonna make the money it makes and we're not continuing any of this like i really think that's what it is is that they were just like this is this is throwing money in a hole at this point fucking terrible that i just hope that james gunn does a better job in the future because some of like even by the time we get to booster gold they better have that fucking lockdown because i don't i'm not nervous about what gun's gonna do i i like i don't think any of these movies where he came in and they were already done are reflective of what he's going to be doing let's hope i just don't believe it he's too good at what he does i would agree with that and i think like other than technical problems with the movie the movie was fun as far as like just kind of ending so they didn't have to continue anything mm-hmm. it was fun that way like it just wasn't what we all wanted that's fair i mean i got to see that one scene where keaton escapes from the batwing and opens up his cape but i mean yeah is that is that enough all the keaton scenes i mean it was it's a bummer that we're not going to get more keaton that's what i mean like it's it like our brains are trained watching it to know it was about to be more but it's not like it just kind of ends and it's over clooney's here and haha see you never yeah there was i read an article that said they wanted it to be christian bale but he uh refused yeah and i like that he did it after he's been on record in the last couple of years saying it's the only gay character he's ever played <laughs> Clune tang yeah and then when graham norton said i don't believe that that character is gay Clooney says well i played him that way that's pretty dude, funny. he's fully he's fully pingo dude he's got that bat credit card ready to rock <laughs> never, never leave the cave without it uh yeah but i you know it was just kind of like like i said i think it's a thing they just had enough money sunk into that they had to do it and as far as pulling that off and not making it just fucking miserable i think gun did an all right job hmm. uh have any of you guys um seen indiana jones yes not yet oh you have yeah carlos and i went and saw it tell me it was fun oh no no what do you say it like that for it's like it's a good movie (laughs) it's it's just like it's kind of like the flash where it's like okay it's over okay it doesn't lead i want to ask you're not led to believe that indy's gonna have any more adventures in his fucking 80s after he got shot in this movie like oh he gets shot in this movie he lives like he doesn't die it's not that final but it's like over like you watch indy retire it's final and it's 
obviously final as the viewer because if they bring Harrison Ford back out, they're killing him on camera. <laughs> yeah, they have to. Yeah, it's a snuff film if he does a fucking sixth one. Like, I'm, it's bad. So I saw something on the internet where people were like, what if they just did kind of like what they did with the Creed movies where Indy's still in it, but he's just like a background character like Stallone's Rocky in the Creed movies. Yeah, uh, Harrison Ford's already announced publicly that that's not fucking happening. And then Indiana Jones dies with him. It's not going to be Chris Pratt. It's not going to be this other girl. It's not going to be anybody. It's not going to be Bradley Cooper. Yeah, and uh, Lucas and Spielberg agree. So it's done. Okay. Well, that's the... the, I basically wanted to ask, like, does he die in this movie? No. It's like a really good movie. A lot of it's flashbacks. A lot... Like, the CGI they do in this is the opposite of the CGI from The Flash. It's so good. The de-aging they do on these characters is really, really fucking solid. Uh... It's it's really fun. It's a good movie. It plays quick. It's not the first one, you know. It's not the second one. It's maybe as good as the third one. Oh, I love the third one. That's my favorite one. That's what I mean. It's fun. The third one's fun. It's not a great fucking movie. Pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it's pretty sloppy. Wait, no. the third Indiana Jones movie? Yeah. No, you mean the fourth one? No, the fourth one's bad. Oh, okay. The third I... one's a great movie, but it's not like a great film. The first mm-hmm. two are like good films. And great movies. The third one's like a fun movie. Yeah, I guess I could I could see that. I, I like the third one. We watched it two weeks ago. I do too. I That's suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. Yes. Yeah. It's they're playing it for more laughs. It's just it's it's a little bit schlockier. It's fun. It's what I liked as a kid. I liked the third Back to the Future when I was a kid. Yeah, because it's the second best one. Yeah, but it's not. It's it's objectively not a good movie compared to the other two. But it's still, it goes, the first Back to the Future is the best, then the third, and then the second one is the worst. I think that's like, uh, I think like if adults, mm, it'd be like if Star Wars wasn't as popular as it is, the kind of way that like Back to the Future is just popular with people it was popular with at the time, mostly. Mm -hmm. I think like uh, a lot of people would remember the Ewoks more fondly. Hey, there's some people that do. I know, and I think you're being one of those people about the third Back to the Future. Uh, <laughs> he puts he... the fucking thing under his poncho. And I know. Mad Dog Buford Tannen shoot him. Okay, now repeat the villain's name and position as a person that exists in this universe again. Let us know how Buford. that works. Mad, Mad Dog, Dog Tannen. Uh, <laughs> and he exists there. This all makes sense. Yeah, their family histories have been entwined. Okay. Marty's and Doc. Yeah. You're right. This is all solid logic that, like, the idea of a classic <laughs> film would be built on. Yeah, it's better than Shakespeare. You're right. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't argue that. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's, you know, certain things are fun to us when we remember. I love the third Ninja Turtles movie. It's fucking hot trash. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I love it. It's great. As a kid, it was the first movie I saw in theaters. I think it's awesome. The suits suck. The story sucks. Just like Elvis in Blue Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I like Raft caring for little Kenshin. Nice. You've seen it recently, huh? Mm-mm. No, I thought maybe you saw it with your niece. No. We're still working on Cartoon Ninja Turtles for that. Oh, I got my little niece in the Cartoon Ninja Turtles this week. Yeah. You started with the 2012 series? Yep. Not a bad series to start with. What well, seems like the most polite one to just thrust onto my sister. Yeah, you don't have to deal with all the early late 80s, early 90s stuff from the 
Or now fucking 30 year old voices or the 2003 version. That's going to be like probably too violent for the kid and not interesting to my sister. Or there's the 2012 one. That's just like well-rounded and good. Yeah, man. I was watching the first episode of the 87 series the other day, turtle tracks. Yeah. I guess it's the second one uh, where they're in the technodrome and they're fucking trapped and they start fighting all the big robots. And there's a part where Michelangelo's just like, get funky. And he fucking, he hits this giant robot with his nunchucks. And the robot is just like cut in half as soon as he does that. I'm like, how the fuck did he do that with his nunchucks? Turtle power, buddy. I know. That's what I'm saying. But it's just power. like, get funky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Michelangelo specifically sounds so old in that cartoon. I, you know, I never really thought about that until you put that thought in my head. So, uh, the voice casting on that one, it's the, it, like, I love it as a kid, but it's weird. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not going to like Paulson argue. is Donnie home run. Paulson is Raph. Fucking weird. So I, right, I, go ahead. You, you what? I was going to say, I still love, like Rob Paulson is Raph. So right before we're near the end here, I was curious about your take on the turtles. So the turtles are dead and there's going to be new characters. What there was oh. something posted in the chat. What was that about? Are you talking about the last Ronin books? Yes. yes. Yeah. They're doing a continuation in a theoretical future. All right. So it's not, we're not replacing the turtles. It's just continuing in a multiversal turtle, multi, yeah. multi turtle world. Yeah. On a book that was just hugely successful. Got it. Yeah. But I didn't read all of it. I was just wanted to ask you. They've already clarified that they're not promising that the IDW books will line up with the story that they set 20 years in the future. Like they're not putting an end date on the turtles. They're not pulling a Doctor Who. Good. Uh, I just I just scrolled by a thing that says apparently we're getting a second Blue Beetle trailer any day now. So, ooh, good. I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah. Yar. Well, I uh, I need to see Indiana Jones. That's what I need to do. You want to go do. during the week? Uh, maybe this week's kind of rough for me. Apparently, I'm on that roast of Sam on Tuesday. Nice. If it's even still happening, I haven't heard any fucking thing about it. And then we all have the symphony on Friday. That's right. Oh, we should probably record an episode after the symphony. Yeah. I mean, do you have to work Saturday? No. Jake? Okay, cool. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I can bring my recorder. We can just record all that. Yeah, we can just get in the car and smoke out in the parking lot or something. I'll have my wife. My wife. (coughs) She can be on. Long spoken about, never heard from, as... Joining us on the pod. Yeah. I'm excited for that. It's going to rule, dude. Hell yeah. If I hadn't spent a bunch of money on this Japan trip, I'd rent like uh, Dumb and Dumber tuxes for me and Mitch. I want to get some Batman themed opera glasses. I don't think they're going to have merch like that. They'll probably have like Batman themed candy Mm. and Batman themed cocktails for sure. Oh, you think? I know. Ooh, Jake, no. Well, they get a load of me. Yeah, (laughs) it's going to rule, man. I'm excited for that. Hell yeah. I just watched Batman 89 uh, again, 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 again. I've like, I've never fucking seen it before a million times in my life uh, in preparation. So I'm ready to rock. Come on uh, Cartoon Network the other day. Like I was at work and when I came out for break and unmuted the TV, it was on and it was a scene I like don't remember. And I just like turned it off in a hurry because I was like, oh, this is exciting. I haven't seen it what long scene? enough that there's like portions. I don't. It was him and Vicky talking. Mm. Uh, it wasn't like I remembered when I saw it, but I was like, oh, I haven't seen this in long enough that there's like shit that missing from the storyboard of it in my head. So like, I don't want to see it until I see it there with the live symphony. Hell yeah. Hell motherfucking yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, where should people get a hold of us, Mitch? Well, people can get a hold of us by sending us an email at broadcastgeeks@gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, like our page. Uh, we share episodes, memes, uh, news on there all the time. We're also on Twitter. Handles at Broadcast Geeks. Instagram, the handles Broadcast underscore Geeks. We have a Reddit page, r slash Broadcast Geeks. Not much is happening there, but maybe we'll put those uh, pictures from Matt's trip to the Warner Brothers lot on there or uh, or something. I don't know. Butthole pics. Get some butthole pics Ooh, at the symphony. Uh, yeah, seem to work for Preston Tompkins. Not saying no names. Uh, we'll just <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep it out. I'm not going to bleep it out. But uh, if nothing else, you know, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Podbean is our OG site, or even iHeartRadio. I think I'm not sure, but just come back again and listen and hang out with us again next time in another episode of Broadcast Geeks. Until then, we'll leave you with our signature sign off line. It goes a little something like this. Excelsior. Excelsior. I'm going to look up Preston Tompkins.